Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023, and today is our 115th devotional. And today we're looking at Christ doing the will of the Father by submitting to baptism. Uh, I find this is one of the um, interesting things about Christ's ministry, uh, how that he was willing to put himself underneath someone else and uh, or something else, you might say. Um, in Luke chapter 2, verse uh, 49, it says this, And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wished ye not that I must be about my father's business? And so with his parents, we already saw yesterday how that he submitted to them, and he needed to be about the father's business. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 15, it says this, And Jesus answered and said unto him, that's Jesus talking to John the Baptist, he said, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Um, when he said that they needed to do this to fulfill all righteousness, uh, what was he talking about there? Um, was Jesus um, wanting to be baptized because uh, he had some sin that he needed to confess? Uh, absolutely not. Um, was he uh, out there because... Um, he just wanted to go for a swim. No, this was to fulfill righteousness. So he was willing to humble himself. And this is the problem that many people have with baptism. They don't want to be baptized because the baptism that they had before as a baby or as a child, they say was good enough for them. And they don't even consider that it's not about them. It's about what the father wants. And are they willing to follow Christ and his example and be willing to be baptized as someone that chooses this and, and Christ chose this. It wasn't something that was forced on Christ. He chose it. And so uh, as Christ humbled himself and chose to be baptized by John the Baptist, why was this so significant that John the Baptist do the baptizing? Well, um, it's interesting because John the Baptist was uh, at the Jordan River, baptizing for the remission of sin. We find um, in uh, Matthew that he was out there, uh, Matthew chapter 3, we see that he was doing that and, and preaching repentance, and Christ didn't need to repent of anything. So why did Christ need to go to him to be baptized? Well, the first point that I see is that uh, fulfilling the uh, all righteousness, well, you find righteousness in the law. And he had to fulfill the law and show that he was subject to the law. Uh, oftentimes we as uh, Christians, we say, well, Christ uh, did away with the law and now we don't have to follow it. And that's just silly. Um, the law is our schoolmaster and the law is good and right and holy. And it's something that shows us uh, what God does expect from us. And, and it's kind of like going to school. Uh, we see in, in, in the New Testament that it's called our school master. And, and the law shows us the bare minimum standard for what God wants. And we'll see later how the Christ elevated that 
And I know uh, the Jewish people do not like the fact that he elevated it, but he did. Uh, the law goes so much further than uh, just um, a set of do's and don'ts, uh, a set of actions. It deals with the heart. And the last of the Ten Commandments proves that it deals with the heart when it says, thou shalt not covet. Um, so Christ submitted himself and put himself under the law. How did he do that? Well, John the Baptist was uh, of the priestly line. His father, Zacharias, uh, was of the priestly line. His mother, also it says that she was a daughter of Aaron. We see that in Luke chapter 1. Both of those, uh, we get a little bit of their genealogy, not a whole lot, but enough. And, and we see that they were of the priestly line. And in fact, uh, John the Baptist, if he would have followed in his father's footsteps, he would have been working in the temple during the time when Christ would have been put on trial. Uh, as it was, he was beheaded before that because he was a prophet. And you see Herod um, bringing him in and listening to him because he considered him to be a prophet. But then he uh, had him beheaded because uh, of his wife that he shouldn't have had, which was his brother's, um, asked her daughter uh, to dance. And uh, when Herod said, you can ask what you will, she asked for John the Baptist's head. So um, he was a prophet. And we see also in Matthew chapter 21, verse 26, that um, the Pharisees and the scribes, they wouldn't answer Jesus' question about John's baptism, uh, whether it was of men or of God, because if they said it was of men, all the, all the people held that John was a prophet. The Bible tells us there. So uh, this was a very important thing. And, and I find it interesting, too, because when you have the right authority that you're going out from underneath, um, there's no question when you move forward. Um, but oftentimes in our day and age, we try to uh, go around authority. We try to circum, uh, we, we try to push it aside. Uh, we don't want to submit to authority. And, and I know even in my own life, there have been times that I've done this, that I, I didn't want to submit. I wanted to do my own thing and not uh, either get my parents' uh, blessing on something uh, or get my pastor's blessing on something or uh, whatever it was. Uh, I was trying to do my own thing. And here Christ, being 30 years of age, was still willing to submit uh, to baptism to show that he was under the law and under the prophets. And that helped him later on when he was dealing uh, with the scribes and the Pharisees. Uh, so what does this mean for us? Uh, what should this show us? Well, we should be willing to submit. And oftentimes I've seen where when we are willing to submit, um, we might not understand at the moment why we have to do what we do, but we see later on what God is meaning uh, when he asks us to submit. And, and the Bible tells us very plainly as Christians that we are to submit one to another. I think it's in Ephesians chapter 5, uh, right before um, you start dealing with the husband and wife situation. He's dealing with the church there, and he says uh, that we're sub 
supposed to be subject one to another in the church. And, and I think that's so important that uh, we're willing to stop and listen to one another and to pay attention to what somebody else is, is going through, how our actions might affect someone else, because ultimately they're children of God. And if they're the child of God and we just disregard uh, what they're thinking or what they're feeling, we might just miss uh, something that the Holy Spirit is trying to speak through them. So uh, being willing to submit is so vitally important. And it all starts with being willing to submit to baptism. Uh, I've seen so many times where people are unwilling to submit to baptism and it bleeds over into the rest of their service in the church. And when we're not willing to submit, uh, it, it just, it, God is, is going to push us to the point where uh, we have to surrender all to him. Uh, I think of the, the song that we often sing in uh, invitationals, I surrender all, and I pretty much come to the point where um, I don't know that I like to sing that because I know uh, I haven't surrendered all. I would like to surrender all, but I know there are areas of my life that uh, I probably have not. And um, it, it's just one of those things that we sing it too easily, I think, sometimes. But we should be willing to surrender all to Christ. And seeing what he did for us on the cross uh, should make us willing to surrender all to him. So uh, I hope that's something for you to think about today. And, and I hope that if there's an area that you need to surrender to him, you will be willing to do it uh, because of how much he loves you. You know he, he wants the best for you. So uh, until the next time, auf Wiederhören.